0: J had to be Jaggers, John Arthur Wemmick, rival, enemy, abuser from my days in the children's home, extortionist, and now about to be my nemesis, it seemed, joining the sarcastic editor in nipping at my heels, but in a more sinister way. To everyone else, getting my so-called nephew Danny off a manslaughter charge might have seemed like another masterly performance by Lawrence Just QC. But for Jaggers, it was merely the prequel to nuclear war, and only he had the atomic weapons. The newspaper had nudged the card up against the portrait shot of Margaret that still adorned my desk, for appearances' sake. The card was identical in design to the ones I'd sent out as invitations to her funeral tomorrow. She smiled ingenuously back at me. R.I.P. Gone but hardly forgotten. The tricky little bitch. I knew what Jaggers wanted from me, but Margaret? She'd had a completely different agenda, which I had yet to fully ascertain. Ridiculously, I suddenly felt like laughing, even though none of it was funny. Who would have believed someone so decorous could be so devious too? My charming spouse, but also my enemy's equally captivating sister, conning me into a trap and still beaming at me as I faced ruin. If she'd been alive and in front of me right now, I'd have cheerfully compounded all my other crimes by strangling her. And so much for my attempt to call Jagger's bluff with the evidence supposedly showing he'd driven the car that had mown Margaret down. Dirty money was still dirty money when all was said and done, and he wanted what I'd persuaded good old Judge Wemmick deceased to part with back at all costs. Perhaps this had all started with defending Danny and unexpectedly running up against my long-lost family, but how this ended was likely to be much nastier. Danny. Just over ten years old, like the murder case I'd been fixed to prosecute, and one on the same basis. Me. Just short of ten years old when I'd been taken into the children's home where I'd met Jaggers and my feet were first set on this path of secrecy and denial. Margaret first landing up in my office ten years ago to encourage me on this merry dance. There was a lot of coincidence in ten and what seemed to be as much at the heart of the mess I was now in as Jagger's demands for Judge Wemmick's money to be returned. And the nasty question of my part in Danny's parentage? That was the icing on the cake. Murder, blackmail and incest. What better way for a middle-aged barrister to start the day? Tipped for the top. But anticipating the fall. Chapter 1 Little Pieces. In life, there are days when ebullient optimism makes you hopeful things can still improve, even though you don't know how. Equally, there are others when you know it can only get dramatically worse. I was contemplating Margaret and her trickiness, the little black edged card, the editorial, and how things couldn't get much worse when they did just that. My chamber's partner, Heather Trinder, draped herself against my office door, dangerously reminiscent of all the mythological harpies she'd ever spouted about when reminding us plebs of her classical background. Her arrival definitely precluded improvement. Ah, so you've read it too, she gestured to the editorial as I whisked the card into my top drawer. When I showed you that press release I'd organised earlier, I had no idea exactly how much shit had already hit the fan. Now I have. So, what are you playing at? You should have run everything past us before you spilled everything in court. Good job Ella has filled me in now. Have you no consideration for what it could do to me, Francis and Jeremy? Ella. I should have known she'd dropped me in it. When, at the eleventh hour of Danny's case coming to trial, Heather had lumbered me with her as my junior, I guessed there was an ulterior motive. She was the spy in the fold. The confession in court had been in order to get Danny off and try to keep Jaggers at bay, not for amusement's sake. But there was no point saying that to Heather. She would simply treat me to a rant about being facetious. The only way was down. But I was determined to make a fist of defending myself. Die trying. Better than running away, but still dying. Heather, I'm the one under siege here, not you. Maybe, but what you do reflects on us, too. And I know I might have appeared to have given you carte blanche to sleep with the little social worker to take the edge off things, but I didn't give you leave to...